Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. I have a story out of the New York Times. We have been following this tale of this relationship in the United States between women and the military, in particular, the concept of drafting women into the military. Should there be a future draft that is forcibly putting women into the military in all roles, and not just simply support roles, uh, but actual frontline roles where they're facing the enemy face to face with knives and guns and the rest. Uh, feel free and take a look at some of our webcasts in the past on that. In fact, perhaps through the magic of the internet, maybe you're even seeing uh, actually a picture in picture from one of those webcasts. Feel free and check that out. Uh, but we do have had a development in this case, which is why I wanted to do a bit of a follow-up. The New York Times, as they reported on June 14th in an article titled, Senate Votes to Require Women to Register for the Draft, uh, things certainly have moved along. It's not final yet. This was a Senate vote, and it's still rather contentious. Let me grab a few items from this article. Now, they wrote that on Tuesday, the Senate approved an expansive military policy bill that would, for the first time, require young women to register for the draft. The shift, while fiercely opposed by some conservative lawmakers and interest groups, had surprisingly broad support among Republican leaders and women in both parties. This is a, a, a bipartisan issue. You've got supporters from both parties here. And certainly on Tomorrow's World, we're not political. We're not talking about this as a political issue. We're talking about it as a morality issue and a biblical issue. Uh, let me jump down. It says, the fact is, said Senator John McCain, Republican of Arizona and the chairman of the Armed Services Committee, every single leader in this country, both men and women, members of the military leadership, believe that it's fair since we opened up all aspects of the military to women that they would also be registering for selective services. Uh, final quote that I will grab. It's my personal view, uh, uh, sorry, it's my personal view, General Robert B. Neller, the com Commandant of the Marine Corps, told the Senate Armed Services Committee in February that with the complete lifting of the ban on women in combat roles, quote, every American who's physically qualified should register for the draft. Uh, whether he wrote that carefully, uh, I don't know, but regardless, that is what he said. What we're seeing here is a very logical progression. You have this uh, worldview that's present in a powerful way in our culture now that there are no significant differences between men and women. Now that's a lie, just so you know. Uh, some might say, vive la difference, right? Uh, I'm glad there's a difference. But regardless, there's no significant differences between men and women. And so you had the beginning of this process where it was said, well, we should open up roles and make all opportunities available to women that are available to men, including serving in the armed forces in any capacity. Now, in particular, there was a press to serve on the front line uh, in the most dangerous positions because it was noted that that's part of the pathway to leadership and expensive and well-paid positions in the military. And so if they're going to be open to women, they have to be open to those risks as well. Well, with that opportunity, the next logical progression is that there comes responsibility. If that opportunity is open to women as well, then so is the responsibility of possibly being drafted. Now, right now in the United States, there is no draft. You cannot be forced into the military. But we still register for the draft in the U.S. because if they ever turn that switch on, they want to be able to pull in people at a moment's notice. And so now we have the Senate supporting this idea in the United States that men and women should be drafted. 
It's a logical progression from the worldview from where it started. But please do consider that. Think of the horrific landing on the beach in Normandy, uh, part of the conclusion of World War II, and the terror that those men felt do we really want our mothers and our wives and our sisters and our daughters being forced to land on the beach in Normandy? Uh, there's so many things, you know, running through all the caves in Afghanistan. Consider the jungles of Vietnam. Do we want to send women into those positions? Uh, is that a proper place for uh, the women in our lives, in our society? First uh, Peter chapter 3 and verse 7 gives across the principle that men are to honor women as the physically weaker member of the two sexes. Both sexes have strengths. God has made something beautiful in crafting male and female. And the command is on men to make sure they honor women for the special role that they have, which may be physically weaker, but has so many strengths that men are not blessed with. And yet here we have all of that cast aside ignoring the unique role that women have, uh, this idea that we're all the same. It is a society turned upside down if it is willing to send its daughters and its wives into battle uh, instead of the men. It is just crazy. Our world is turned upside down, but trust me, this is not the problem. What we see in the United States Senate now, and it's only going to go forward, what we're seeing now is the symptom as opposed to the problem. And that problem is much more pervasive. May Jesus Christ come and fix it quickly. Thank you for watching. Please check out all we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.